0: Welcome to LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, uh, last week uh, we began to talk about um, faith and about feeding our faith and increasing our faith in Jesus and how we're called uh, to grow our faith. We're called uh, to do things to Take our faith to another level. And we see that in examples through the word of God in times when when the apostles would come back and they would see a group of people and they're like, what are you doing? Um, Your faith should be growing. You should be teachers by now. You should be this. You should be that. And so we should challenge ourselves to Increase our faith in Jesus. And one of, one of the uh, things that I was just thinking about this morning as we were singing the song and, and different things, and we're talking about no matter how or what I see, no matter how I feel or what I'm feeling, how many know that faith is so much more than feelings? I said, How many know that faith is so much more than feelings? And, matter of fact, our faith should never be based on our feelings. It should never be based on how we feel or what's going on around us. It should be based on the truth that we know who God is, no matter how I feel, no matter what's going on. And God wants to increase our faith. He wants us to know how much he loves us, how much he cares for us, and how much we can trust him and trust his word. And uh, so we talked about that last week and just uh, talked about the the process of uh, being careful what, what you put in your life and what you speak, what you see, what you think. And uh, this week, I want to finish up and just uh, talk about a couple more things that we can do to feed our faith, that we can do to increase our faith. God, thank you for your word. God, thank you for this service. God, thank you for your presence that is in this place. And God, I pray today that your anointing will be upon me, Lord God. Father. As I speak your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. James one twenty two. James one twenty two says this, but be ye doers of the word. And not hear 's only deceiving yourself, how many 's ever heard that scripture before that's that 's a great uh, passage in James chapter one verse twenty two but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only deceiving yourself. Listen, I want to tell you today, I want you to note today that we should be feeding our faith through the Word of God, that we should be feeding our faith through the Word of God, not just um, reading it, but living it. Listen, faith is fed through being a doer of the Word of God. Because I, I guarantee you, I promise you, That when you begin to to live the word, I promise you, you're going to see things. You're going to see the word of God come alive in you. You're going to see that when it says this, that it's true. When it says that, that it's true. The word of God being poured into your life. But listen, we can't live the word of God if we don't know the word of God. We can't live the word of God. Because we don't know the word of God. Now, uh, about a week and a half ago, I was talking to somebody, and they had uh, some questions, and they were asking me some questions and um, some tough questions about um, about different things, the Old Testament, and all of this. and And they were saying that it was a family member that was asking, but they said the family member had already went to two ministers, and uh, both ministers just just told them that you just don't need to worry about it, and you just need to focus on what we preach and what we're saying um, from the pulpit. and. And, and I was like, how many know that the word of God is meant for every believer to study, for every believer to read? The word of God is meant for us to go, to search it out, to ask those questions. But we can't live that word if we don't know the word. The word of God, and we've been talking about this in youth and just really hitting on how important the word of God is to each and every one of us. But the word of God should be read Bottom line, the word of God should be read. We should be reading God's word. We should be reading God's word not just once a week, not just uh, two times a week, but honestly, the word of God should be placed in our life every single day. I Listen, I cannot sit here and testify and say, yeah, there's been days that I didn't need God's word because I can't say that because that would be a false testimony, because I needed God's word every single day of my life. I need God's word in my life. The word of God should be read. It should be something that we're reading. Now, this is the the incredible thing, is the day and age that we live in. We've got so many options and so many choices, Um, You know, I don't know if you've ever tried this. Some people, uh, they don't like to read, and some people, they they might not read real well, Uh, but it's real simple. There's apps everywhere, free apps, all that you can get on your phone, you can put on your computer, that will literally just, you can follow along, and you'll read the word, and you can follow along. There's times that I do that and I just, uh, I'll just um, put it on and I'll just follow along and I'll, and I'll be concentrating more on uh, writing things down and doing things like this as I listen to the word of God. But we should be placing the word of God in our life. And when we place the word of God in our lives and we become uh, doers of the word, I promise you it is going to feed our faith by what we see happening the Word of God is alive and active. How many know that that is true? The Word of God is alive and active. It should be read. It should be studied, not just read, but we, sh- we should study the Word of God. Now, I know for some people that are in high school that are in here or in junior high, the last thing you want to do is study more. You know, the last thing you want to do, oh, my goodness, I already, I already uh, you know, spend a 1,000 hours studying for school and all this, and I was talking to my... Uh, son and I was sharing this on Wednesday and I was he was um, literally he was sitting at the table and he was reading and reading and reading and, and a couple hours later and he was just like he was like oh my goodness he says this is so hard and he says uh, he goes I can't believe this for this class I have to do this and and I have to read all of this stuff and he says we're just in review and I was like I said well if you're just in review from last year, didn't you read it last year?" He said, no. So that's why you're having to sit there and read for hours and hours because when you were supposed to read it over several weeks' time last year, you never read it. There's a problem there. And so, so I, I helped him realize that and know that's why he's suffering now. But the Word of God should be studied. We should be searching out what the Scripture says. Just like I have always said that, you know, I, I just don't want somebody to tell me what it says. I want to know for myself. I want to look for myself. I want to see what the Word of God says. So when we read, we study, and we begin to memorize the Word of God. We begin to memorize the Word of God. We need the Word of God in our life. We need to memorize it. We need to memorize it. And listen, some people think, well, I can't do it. I can't remember. I promise you, you can. I promise you, you can if you really work at it, if you really uh, put your mind to it and set your mind to it, you can, you can memorize the word of God. And I was, I was never, um, you know, I didn't get straight A's. I didn't. I mean, this is a shock to everybody here. And, and uh, most of the time just because I didn't apply it myself. But I didn't get straight A's or, or anything like that. Um, but I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who you are. You can memorize the word of God. You can memorize what the word of God says, place it in your heart, place it in your mind. So when you begin to read, study, memorize the word of God, and then you begin to live that word that you are reading, studying, and memorizing, then I promise you, you will see the hand of God move in your life that will grow and increase your faith over and over and over and over again. How many know that our faith is built up when we read something in the Word of God and we study something in the Word of God, we apply it to our life, and then see the thing happen in our life, exactly what the Word said? How many know that that's going to bring confidence to your life? That's going to bring confidence to your life. The Word of God, you know, the, the, the thing that I love seeing in the, the incredible things is things that were that were written 1,500 years ago in the Word of God about about our time and about things that are happening in our time, that things that they would have, listen, let's just be honest, up until about 100 or even 100 years ago, people still had no clue what things that the Word of God was talking about um, that they were talking about in the Word of God, that, that we see now things that were written 1,500 years ago that are coming to life. Now, when they said that at one time, when the Word of God says that the, the people of Israel are going to fly back to the nation of Israel, there was no planes. There was nothing like that. But yet now in our generation, guess what happened? We saw World War II. We saw then, after World War II, we saw the nation of Israel come back and become a nation. And then what happened was, is Jews from all over the world began to board planes and fly back to the nation of Israel. Listen, listen. That's what the Word of God said that was going to happen before anybody even thought about flight. Before anybody even knew that that was even possible, the Word of God talked about that. How many know that when you begin to study God's Word and stuff, that should bring confidence and faith to you that, listen, this Word of God is true. This Word is true. One of of the most really awesome things that I've seen over the last couple of years, one part of the Bible in the book of uh, Revelations, it talks about an area of Israel that for... A couple thousand years has been nothing but a desert, nothing living, just a desert. And it, But it says, and it talks about and refers to, that, that in the time when the Lord comes back and stuff that that place is going to be uh, like, uh, like a paradise and the, the growing of food and all this. But yet it was a desert even 50 years ago. But today, what you'll see is that there just happened to be a U.S. plane. One day that was going and taking satellite pictures over Israel. And when they did, they saw that there was a huge source of fresh water that was in that area. So guess what happened? The, the Israel tapped into it. And now today, that entire area that was desert is producing most of Europe's produce. That was just a desert 50 years ago. and so, But yet the word of God said that was going to happen 1,500 years ago when it was written. That should build our faith. That should build our faith. We should begin to do God's word. As we do God's word and we live God's word, then we're gonna see, we're gonna see the hand of God move when we put our faith and trust in Him. And when we see God answering, we see the Word of God alive and enacted of us. It's gonna increase our faith. It's gonna increase our walk with Him. Faith is also increased, and a lot of people don't. Say, I man, I wish there could be another way, but faith is also increased through the trials that we face, through the, the trials and tribulations that we face. In James chapter 1, verse two, 2 through 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Now, I'm, first of all, you're thinking, who in the world, I mean, what do you think and consider it pure joy? Um, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, that perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Listen, James chapter one, verse two through four shows us a picture that when we go through trials of many kinds, how many know there's a lot of trials? Come on, there's a lot of trials that we face on this earth and in our time here at this earth. But when we persevere through faith with them, that it will grow our faith to where we're not lacking in faith. That's exciting. That's awesome. And that's why he says, consider it pure joy. Because those trials that you're facing, when you persevere, it's going to grow your faith. It's going to grow your faith. It's going to increase your faith. Now, faith is increased through trials when we allow it. We know that god that's what God's plan is. But let's talk about the enemy's plan. Because the enemy's plan wants to take every trial that you face, and he wants to destroy you with it. He wants to absolutely destroy your life with the trials that you face. He wants to take you out. He wants to whisper in your ear, what kind of God would allow you to go through something like that? Well, you prayed. You prayed and prayed and prayed, but they still passed away. What kind of God would do that? What kind of God would let your little child pass away? What kind of... The enemy, his plan is he wants to bring doubt through trials and tribulations. He wants to bring confusion to you and, 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 to, and, and begin to confuse your thoughts on who God is. And, and, and your faith begins to waver. Enemy wants to take everything we face on this earth and the trials of many kinds. And he wants to discourage us. He wants us to be hopeless. It's the truth. He wants to take everything that he can from you. Now, these last two or three years for me has been filled with loss and death, devastation, hurt, pain. I can keep on going. But I can tell you something. My faith is stronger now Than it was three years ago. Because. I never let go. Of God. I allowed myself. To go. And to, pers- and, and, and to go and be patient through every trial. I, I allowed myself to not run from God, but to run to God. I made God my source when the trials came, when the death came to, into my life. I made God my source, and he made me stronger. He made me stronger, and he made me stronger. Many times I said, I don't know how people even made it through that. I don't understand how people could do this, how people can make it through this. But I can tell you and I can testify today that no matter what we face, when we hold on to Jesus, his plan is not of hopelessness. His plan is of hope. And no matter what trials we face, Jesus is there. He is there. He is the one that's going to give you peace. He's the one that's going to give you hope. I remember many times just sitting down and And feeling the hurt and the pain of loss and getting into the presence of God. Now the hurt and the loss and what happened didn't disappear. But God gave me the strength that day to make it through that day. God gave me the ability to overcome. God gave me the ability. And when we do that, and when we put our faith, because God's plan is for our faith to be increased through every trial, through everything that we come to. Now, you know, one thing that's um, interesting that a lot of people kind of overlook this and see, but you you look in uh, the Word of God um, where, where it says that uh, Moses was in jail and the people were praying. I'm testing you guys. That wasn't Moses. Who was it? Come on. I'm big. See if you know your word. Who was it? Come on. Peter, yeah, when Peter was in jail. And yeah, some of you guys thinking, man, this guy's talking about knowing the word of God and he doesn't, no, listen, I don't, anyway. So when Peter was in jail and Peter was set to be executed, James had already been killed by the sword, had been stabbed and killed, and Peter was in jail. People were praying and Peter was in jail knowing the next day that he was going to be he was going to be killed, and what was he doing praying yeah, praying, looking for looking looking just praising just all confident, all faith. I believe with all, all my heart that yeah he might have been a little bit, but I believe with all my heart that he knew that God had told him about his life, and God told him that, that he was going to die an old man. He knew that. I think he had all faith and all confidence that everything was going to be okay. Listen, we, that's the kind of confidence we need to have when horrible things come our way, when bad things come our way. We need to have that faith because when we have that faith, then it's going to grow Grow and grow. And then it says, when it finishes its work, it will become mature and complete, not lacking anything. God, help us to stand up and let us stand in a faith and a strength that we've never before in our life. Let us live a life of faith. Let us believe what the word of God says and live it. Let us go after Jesus with everything that we have, knowing that we, it will not be in vain, but our hope is for eternity with him. Our hope, everything. Matthew chapter seven, verse seven through eight says this. Ask And it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Find everyone, uh, sorry, for everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. How many know that faith is increased through prayer? Faith is increased through prayer. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Faith is going to be increased through prayer. Listen. Nobody, nobody can argue with me about the things that I've seen in my life through prayer nobody can argue the fact of how many times how many of the hundreds and hundreds of times that I have prayed prayers that were only spoke to God and to nobody else and answers came exact answers came to those prayers that were only spoken to God. When we begin to pray, listen, the Bible says, ask, seek, knock, it's going to be given. When we begin to pray and we begin to seek God, then we're going to see the hand of God move. We're going to see it happen in our life. We're going to see those prayers that are beginning to be answered. We're going to see those things that are, that are happening that we know beyond a shadow of a, of a doubt that it was the hand of God. That 100%, there is no other explanation, but yet that it was was the hand of God. The hand of God. I've whispered prayers under my breath that I've never said to anybody that the Lord has answered. Sometimes immediately, sometimes months later, sometimes years later. I've seen it happen. How many's ever been in a situation where have something going on in you, you don't have no insurance, I guess I'm the only one that's ever been in that situation, and uh, my first uh, baby girl, Haley, is not a baby girl anymore, she's married, lives in South Carolina, but didn't have any insurance, and saw so as like, oh Lord, I, I was and so I didn't make a lot of money, but um, <laughs> I'm just playing, um, I I didn't make hardly any money at all, and I was just like God. I I don't know how I'm going to do this, and so I began selling stuff. I I began to you know selling everything um, that I could. I, I my, that's when I started my modeling career, and I just, um, I just, <laughs> just I'm just playing, uh, but <laughs> I'm looking. People are just like. And I, I sold different things that I had, and, and I did this over a time, and, and it was coming up. The birth was soon, and I was just like, I was sitting at my desk at the church, and I was like, hey, God. I said, man, I've done all this. I said, man, I, I'm $100 short of being able to pay for this bill. I'm $100 short. And I said that and literally just left my mouth and my dad walked into my office at the church, and I said, hey, dad. And he said, hey. Um, he goes, I want to stop this by. He goes, you know, my friend, that you sold this thing to? And I said, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, he says, well, he said um, he thought this was wrong with it when he bought it. He said it wasn't, so he said, here's another $100. So I just want to stop by and give that to you. Listen, you can't tell me that that wasn't God. And you know what was really awesome? Because when I look back at it, God had already answered the prayer before I even prayed it. Come on now. Now how many know that's going to build your faith? Come on. That's going to build your faith. God already answered the prayer before it even left my mouth. When we pray and seek God, we're going to see miracles. We're going to see God do incredible things. That time with Jesus when you spend time with Jesus and you spend that time with him, you're going to get closer and closer and closer with them. It's the same way. There's people in here that you can, you can say that you count them as, as dear friends and that you would trust them with anything. And you trust them with anything because you have spent time with them Your families have spent time together. You have built a relationship with them. And then you have got to that point where you could say, you know what? Man, they're awesome. They would have my back in anything. It doesn't matter. They'll, They'll have my back. I trust them with everything. You know that. Why? Because of all the time that you invested in a relationship with them. There's other people in here that... You, you might know just a little bit, and you're sure that they're good people, but you probably wouldn't trust them with just anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the truth. You probably just wouldn't trust them with anything just because you don't know them. You don't know who they are. You don't know um, what they're about. You don't, you don't know anything. Listen, time with Jesus is going to bring that relationship of a father and child listen in that trust that trust that comes through that relationship that comes through prayer spending time with him that trust is going to grow our faith in that way when we do face trials when we do go through things in our life we know it's going to be okay because i know who my god is come on i know who my God is. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I trust him no matter what. Listen, there's, I'm just going to be open and honest with you. I personally have, you know, faced things and different things that I've said, God, I just want you to know. That even if this situation or this situation never changes in my life, it's okay. Because I trust you. And I know that my hope is not placed in this life that I'm living right now. I know. Listen, Lord, if I... If I have to suffer every single day for the rest of my life, I'll be okay with it. Number one, because you're with me and you give me the strength every day to make it. And number two, I know that this life is short. And everything that I do, I'm doing for eternity. So we need to come to that point in that relationship with him. That even if things out here in the world don't change situations, don't change, that we've got to come to a place of faith and love for Jesus that it's okay. because I do trust that every day He's going to give me the strength to get through, to get through, to get through. The next day, pick up my cross, He gives me the strength I get through. The next day I pick up my cross, He gives me the strength, I get through. And so I told God that I said, God, I don't care. what comes my way? I don't care. I've had my children um, have asked me. They're in the back working in kids' church. Um, my children have asked me before, I said, Dad, if it ever comes to the point in the United States of America to where they say you're not allowed to preach certain things or you'll go to jail, what will you do? I'll probably put a billboard up saying I'm going to be preaching on that subject <laughs> the next Sunday. <laughs> it's like, I don't care put me in jail do whatever i'll just start prison ministry yeah yep and that's actually that was good and i got a really good one for the for the dads out there right before i get ready to close um when josiah uh, my son-in-law started uh, dating my daughter and i was like and i just you know you had that talk with them and i said and i said hey josiah i just want you to know that i'm okay with doing prison ministry the rest of my life <laughs> That's a good one. Write that down, Get dads. Write that down. Perfectly fine with doing prison ministry the rest of my life if I have to. But God is good. Amen. God is good. Listen. Listen. You might be in this place today. And you might have been having struggles with your faith and, and fighting against different things. It might be that you've been facing struggles, temptation, and bondages that your faith has wavered. You don't know if you're ever going to be free. You don't know what, what's going to happen. I'm telling you today, trust Jesus. Trust his word. His word says that the, his blood broke every single chain and bondage of sin. His blood covered us. His blood has set us free so we can live in that freedom, or you might be here today and you're facing um, situations and different things at home, uh, maybe a broken home or things at work. I want you to know that the word of God says that he will give you the strength that every single day to tr- put your trust in him, to follow him, that he will get you through. I promise you. I promise you. You put your faith in him and he will make a way. He will make way. Away. If you bow your heads, close your eyes this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I just want to ask if you're in this place, and I don't know who's all here, I don't know where you're at, but I want you to know today that Jesus loves you, that He loves you so much, that He came. And he paid a price for you for your sins. The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There's none of us that have not sinned. There's none of us that have not fallen short of the glory of God. And it's only by the price that the blood that he shed on the cross when he died and then rose again, it's only by that price that we can have relationship with our creator, that our sins can be forgiven because we can change our behavior, but it still doesn't take the blood of sin away. Only the blood of Jesus can do that. So if you're in this place today and you're not in that relationship with him and you need Jesus in your life, you need those sins to be wiped away in a new life, a new creation through Jesus. Don't wait. Today is the day. Today is a day. He's calling for you. He loves you. He loves you. So I'm going to ask if there's anybody in this place to saying, that's me. I need him. I need forgiveness. I don't have a relationship with him. If that's you, if you just raise your hand in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody in this place? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you would stand with me this morning. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning, we're just going to close by opening these altars. If you're in this place and you might say you just, you need prayer you need God to intervene in a situation maybe it's just a prayer that your faith would be increased that God would increase your faith that God would begin to work in your life but we're just going to take a moment today to open these altars whatever the situation is for you to come and to seek God in this place because he is the answer He is the answer today. So if that's you, just begin to come now. Just begin to come now. If that's you, just make your way up to these altars. Jesus.
1: You wipe away all tears. You mend the broken heart. You're the answer to it all. Jesus. Jesus, you wipe away all tears You mend the broken heart You're the answer to it all Jesus, you wipe away all tears You mend the broken heart You're the answer to it all Jesus, you wipe away all tears you bend the broken heart you're the answer to it all Jesus Jesus we make miracle work promise keep light in the darkness and that is who you